This is why Alex is not here, forcing her to talk. You didn't know that Nazi that could talk this much, right? Welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about what's new every week in Japan. My name is Mitch. This is my co-host, Natsuki. Today, no Alex, because we're going to do every other week, I think. Natsuki this week, Alex next week. Okay. Natsuki next week. I miss Alex. Well, you know, when Alex is here, Natsuki, you don't talk. I do. No, you don't. You I... say, yeah, that's right. And then you just sit there. Because he says everything I want to say <laughs> beforehand. Shots fired, Alex. She's blaming you for that. <laughs> All right, guys, today we, we got a great show. We're going to talk about various topics, but we're going to start today with a TikTok video that went viral uh, this last week, I think on Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Um, what, first of all, let's just roll it, uh, Josh, and let's let's take a look. Uh, the TikToker's name is... Pudding Pudu Pudu. Pudding Pudu Pudu. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and play it. Sounds yummy. Okay, what the fuck is this, Japan? I had to start recording because oh, it's getting find worse it? and worse. They're explaining what's going on in Afghanistan through like cartoons. Like here is their rendition of 9-11. So I found this because it went viral. It went all over the place. It was like on Reddit, on Facebook, Twitter, everything. Oh, okay. As like super evil looking, like both <laughs> smiling as they like shoot each other. And okay, let's start that. So basically uh, what this TikTok video uh, displays is there's a Japanese news station um, and they decided to explain uh, the whole war on terror uh, in the West uh, versus, you know, Afghanistan and, you know, various uh, bad guy entities. Uh, and then they decided to display it uh, using caricatures. Uh, and one of the things that they did in the show is instead of saying, you know, like America versus like, you know, the war on terror or terrorists or whatever, they were like, America kun. <laughs> and I think they call it Afghanistan kun. Uh, was like the way that they explained it. So you're basically, you're dumbing down. I mean, the, the war on terror is pretty dumb to begin with, but, uh, you know, they're, they're explaining it to the, the Japanese population as though they're five years old. Uh, and it was like, this TikToker got very, very offended by this. Natsuki, um, after watching that video, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I thought that's very easy to understand. That, that <laughs> basic thing, basic thing, you know, because that TV shows, actually watches only like you know housewives or only maybe housewives it's not a serious news you know program but right. anyway so like most of the you know viewers don't understand what's going on between you know america and afghanistan so they wanted to tell them like very easy way yeah so that's that's how they got that you know those kind of cartoons so was kind of understand but be the other hand, you know, I feel kind of sorry for the two countries. Like we are not trying to make them make fun of them, you know? Yeah, I I whenever there's something that's like really like racist or yeah. really like offensive on Japanese TV, it's almost always not intentional that mm -hmm. they just did it like 
so I used to be on TV, right? And so I know the decision process. Like there's usually a bunch of old men in a room and they're like, oh, I have an idea, especially in television because, you know, the guys who are on top, no one really challenges them. So the producer or the director of the show probably said, hey, let's do this. And then everybody without really thinking about it probably just agreed to do it. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, they were probably trying to make a kind of complicated, very long, historically long uh, story into something that anybody could understand. Mm -hmm. But uh, there needs to be some standards as to what goes on TV. We were talking um, before the show uh, if they were explaining World War II as like Nippon-chan uh -huh. and America-kun wa kenka shichatta, uh -huh. like if they were explaining it like, you know, like, you know, little Japan and little America went to war, uh, it would be really offensive. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that happened, many Japanese people will piss off. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> it's just, I, I, um, I, I don't want anybody watching this show to, to feel like, you know, um, uh, like Japanese people are, are, are in this particular case, we're trying to be racist or offensive or whatever. It's really just that the shit that goes on television here is ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this just being a, a, a perfect example of how to not take a, hist a historically important, significant event seriously. Um, and uh, again, probably with good intentions, you know, just, just try to explain it to people who don't understand it. But man, uh, it's just so bad. Yeah, because most of the 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 show's viewers think that the news is doesn't real uh, doesn't relate with them. Yeah, it's like you know far away fr things. Yeah. from them. That's why we can watch it. <laughs> there, there's actually, I think that that mentality is pretty strong here in Japan. It's like whenever there's a problem around the world, a lot of people. I mean, I guess this is probably similar anywhere yeah but it's like oh that's a problem over there yeah we exactly. don't need to think about it here right right so yeah heiwa boke that's what we call heiwa boke means like uh you're you're it's a peaceful era and so everybody bokeru is like you just become like dumb <laughs> right you just like you don't think about right, anything because right, you're right. just like everything's just so i mean hey you, you could relate i always think of like uh if you watch the lord of the rings i always think that japanese people are basically the hobbits you know <laughs> love food live in a very peaceful little place that's, that's not not a good way to yeah, i love the hobbits <laughs> thank like no, the, I shouldn't the, say thank you. <laughs> the hobbits are the heroes of that of that story. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but anyway, and the reason why I think this is one of our friends actually told me this. Uh, a Japanese lady. She's a she's a nerd. She's like, when I watch the Lord of the Rings, I think the Japanese people are the hobbits. <laughs> I'm not talking about height here. I'm talking about culturally. You know, they love food. They're they're very like you know closed community. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm serious. And so, like, there's kind of like this uh, feeling, like, even in Lord of the Rings, when, you know, all this bad stuff was happening somewhere else, like, a lot of the hobbits were like, that's not our problem. Mm -hmm. uh, and that does happen here. It's like, whenever there's an international issue or whatever, a lot of Japanese people just say, well, it's not in Japan, so we right. don't care. Right. It's not our problem. Right. But, I mean, that happens everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, let's move on to our next topic. Our next topic is really quite, like, interesting. Um, in, 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 and I want to ask your opinion on this. is the, the title, this is this comes from uh, Asahi.com. And we'll put all the links for all these articles that we're talking about in our description of this video. Uh, but this comes from Asahi.com, and the title reads, Disabled Women Harassed While Riding Trains Call for Policy Change. Uh, and just to give you a quick overview of what this is talking about, whenever a disabled rider, uh, 
you know, so think of somebody in a wheelchair gets on a train, especially in like large areas like Tokyo or Osaka or something like that. The, um, the, uh, train, the rail staff announce on the speaker, uh, that there is a person on like the car, the car number that they're riding on and their destination. Um, and it's not to be, you know, uh, uh, it's not to be negative in any way. It's actually so that the, the, what do you call it? The train staff know that there's someone who's special needs that's, that's on the car and that they need to be aware of that and they need to take care of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and some train stations don't provide, uh, wheelchair ramp ramps because, uh, you know, Japan just kind of was like, there's a lot of historical places that are really old that weren't fitted for, you know, um, access for everybody. What do you guys call it? Bariya free. Mm -hmm. um, and so some places, especially in Tokyo and Osaka, that you just, if you are on a wheelchair, it's really difficult for you to, to get around in those areas. And so the staff need to, to be uh, aware of that. They need to help the people. But what happens, what, what is happening, uh, according to these reports from some of these women, uh, and uh, 12 of them, uh, they, they interviewed 30 of them for this, for this, uh, 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 inside this report, but 12 of them shared stories of when these women, you know, cause this is a, a sexual harassment thing. Um, when the staff announce that they're on, you know, like car five with the destination of Shinjuku, for example, uh, sometimes passengers, other passengers on the train find that as an opportunity to go and harass them because they're kind of vulnerable because they can't really run away. Um, and uh, they know where they are because they announced the train number um, and they know the destination that they're getting off at because um, they, 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 they've said all this on the speaker. So these disabled women have asked um, the train uh, companies to stop doing that or if they do it, to do it in a way that the passengers don't understand what they're saying. Um, but the response was, um, which was before the, one of the complaints that one of these women said, the response was, um, it says victims have demanded in the past that railway corporations and station staffers ensure the information being shared is not heard by others, but they are typically met with negative responses such as you cannot ride if that is so. So basically the, they shut them down, like saying, well, if you, if you, you know, don't want us to tell everybody that you're disabled, then don't ride the train. Uh, it's kind of been the response. Natsuki, as a woman, I mean, this is in our, where we live in our particular area. I don't think this is a problem because we're not this, the, that urban. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a woman who, who, who reads the story, how do you feel about this? I was so shocked. I never imagined such a thing happen on, you know, those women. And then I read the news and then some of them become real stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they get out of the station, they follow them. Yeah. Can you believe it? So, um, again, I don't want to hurt the image of Japan or anything. Like, yeah. no, no matter what country you go in, when you're in public transportation, there's always a weird person uh, okay. on the train. Doesn't okay. matter what country you're in, there's always mm -hmm. the weirdo. Uh, and in, in Osaka and in Tokyo, when there's hundreds and hundreds of people on every single train. Right. Um, and if you're, you know, constantly having to take the train to go to work, chances are you're going to find some weird people. Right. Um, and in the past, there have been problems with sexual harassment on trains. And that's why if you go to the, the larger cities in Japan, they have what's known as women only trains. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically they're, because during rush hour, I mean, this is less of a problem during the pandemic, but normal times during rush hour, they literally push you into the train 
And so you're you're basically like sardines in a can. You can't move. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can imagine if you're in this situation and if you got a pervert and you're pressed up against a bunch of women, mm -hmm. sometimes those perverts would their hands would start to wander and touch these people and stuff like that. So what their solution to this, uh, and I think they started this about 10 years ago, was to make female only trains, especially during rush hour. Uh, and so there's no guys on these trains, on these cars. Uh, but this is different. This is this is even more sinister is that these people are disabled, so they can't run away. Right. Nightmare. Right. Mm. Um, and it says one of the um, one of the particular stories is really egregious. He, he, uh, this woman says a man in a suit approached her while she was near uh, the train doors and said, I've found you here. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine that? Oh, my so scary. And I feel, oh, my God, it, you're making me sick. <laughs> like, imagine you're disabled. You're, a, you know, you're a female. You're disabled. You're in a wheelchair. You're sitting there. It's easy to spot you. They've announced on the speaker, you know, you're on train five. And then some fucking weirdo comes over behind you and says, I found you. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? That's just <laughs> fucking scary movie. So... Yeah, I mean, there, there, I mean, there, there's other ones, uh, accounts in here that aren't so bad. Like, for example, like one lady got told, like, why are you going to Shinjuku at this time? You know, you know, that kind of thing. Just like chatting, chatting to them. But like that wouldn't happen to like a normal passenger. And that wouldn't happen if they didn't announce their location and their destination. Yeah, It just basically becomes a, a privacy issue. Mm -hmm. And I think that the reason I mean, this is, this is easily fixable, right? Mm. All you need to do is stop announcing over the speakers where they are, get wireless headsets, and just talk to each other, you know, the staff in their ears. Problem solved. But we've talked about this before on the show, but like, especially Japanese organizations, when they have a set rule or a set way, they just keep doing it. Right. And they don't want to change. No. And this is just one of those situations. Uh, that's one of the big problem in Japan. They don't want, I mean, the normal, you know, train stuffs, uh, what I mean of like big problem is no one wants to take a responsibility. Right. That's why they don't want to change the things. Right. So they just want to, you know, want to keep doing the yeah, same. Yeah, keep doing the same. Politicians said too, like everyone, they don't want to take a responsibility. Because if you change something, it's a risk, right? You might fail. Right. And if you fail, it's like, well, you know. Right. And sometimes people think those, you know, disabled women are the problem. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, they're like, oh, so, yeah. So that happens a lot. Victim blaming. Mm -hmm. Victim blaming. So these people in the train, you know, who, who are victimized by these creeps, they'll be like, oh, well, why are you riding the train? Right. It's like, fuck you. Like, mm. these people are people. You know, they should be able to... Anyway, so the end of this story, again, you can click on this in our description and you can check it out. Um, a, a ministry representative of the, of the public... There's a ministry for public uh, transportation in Japan. Um, and the representative said, it is totally unacceptable that some people misuse measures taken for safety. Uh, railroad companies should take steps as early as possible to devise means to enable all passengers to ride trains securely. So... The ministry now is in favor of changing things. It just comes down to the companies. Are they going to do it? Mm -hmm. But now this is becoming news. And I hope this becomes even bigger news. I yeah. hope that they do change it because what a shitty situation for those poor women. If something big happened, it will change quickly. That's, you know, that's, that's the thing. And that happens in every country. You right. gotta wait for a tragedy right. before you move. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
Anyway, I hope that they change soon. Um, let's go to our next story today. Uh, this is a positive, very positive story. <laughs> uh, Japan's centennials hit record 86,500 uh, with 10,000 plus men for the first time. So this this year, uh, pandemic, guys. I mean, you know, we're, we're the uh, elderly people are very, very vulnerable. Uh, and, and even in that situation, Japan's centennials hit a record. Uh, and if you don't know what a centennial is, it's somebody who's 100 years old or older. Mm-hmm. I googled it. <laughs> you googled it. <laughs> New word, thank you. <laughs> well, century means one cent. Cent cent is 100. Mm-hmm. Century means 100 years, mm-hmm. and centennial or or centurion means a person who's under the uh, over 100 years old. So, um, so let's talk about this. Uh, why do you think this is? Why do you think that Japanese people live so long? Medications are good. There's medications everywhere. Okay. They eat healthy. I think that's one big thing. Eat healthy. Stay active. Stay active. I think, you know, in America, like people go into like retirement homes when they're like in their 70s. I I saw the documentary and then there is a, you know, like a retirement home for like elderly in... Florida? Yeah. It's like a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are like a lot of people. Only old people live there. There's they a, play golf every day. Yeah. Uh, there's a nickname for Florida. It's called God's Waiting Room. <laughs> so like all the old people in, in Florida just waiting to die. Yeah. That was surprising. Like everybody does, you know, golf or exercise together. Only old people live there. So that's okay. But th- that's like people who are old with money. And, mm-hmm. and that's cool. But like a lot of times what happens is oh, like... It takes money. It costs money. Of course money. it does. Of course yeah, it okay. does. Uh-huh. Everything in America is about money. <laughs> but in Japan, what really surprises me is bachan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I have I have friends who their grandmas who are in their 90s, they live by themselves. Okay. They go to the supermarket every day, cook, clean, take care of shit. Some of them farm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're in your 90s. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? It's, I think it's the, just they stay active. Yeah, and then they look young. Yeah, mm-hmm. compared to the West for right. sure. Uh, Nasi, your grandma, is she, is she still... Yeah, she's still alive, but she's, she needs hospitalized. She's, she's, she needs care. She needs care. How old is she now? 95. Right. Oh, yeah. My Japanese grandma lived to be, I think, about 90-something. Mm-hmm. In is, 80, 86, sorry, 86. Is she still, you know... She can do everything by herself. She until she passed away, she was pretty active, but she had a, a stroke. Oh, okay. And so suddenly passed away, but until then she was pretty active. Mm. Um. And but my white side, my uh English side fa- of the family, they all died when before they hit. I think my fa- my father died when he was fifty. Okay. My grandfather died when he was in his fifties. My grandmother on that side died when she was before sixties. So it's like fifty-eight or fifty-nine or something. Why? Well, they all died of cancer. They ate butt things. <laughs> well, they were they were all really fat. But oh, okay. I think what it was is I think that the area which they grew up in, West Virginia, I think there was a a lot of pollution, mm-hmm. and so they got a lot of you know cancer or whatever. So they all died really young. But my Japanese side, everybody's you know long life. Hmm. So. But your your Japanese side grandma living in was living in America, right? Florida, Florida, right? So she was doing what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for her stroke, I think she would have lived a long time. Although I would say that my my mother's father is also English heritage, and he's I want to say he's 97 now. He's still, but he's Alzheimer's. Oh. Okay. But he's still like his his 
his uh his body is still good. Yeah, so it's not about food. What I my point is, but Japanese live so long, especially people in Okinawa live a long, long time. Yeah, and then their mentality is kind of like free. You know, they yeah. don't care about you know bad things, and you know, like nariyoni narusa. It's like whatever it will be, will be. Yeah, yeah, like kesela sera. Yeah. yeah, and then. Yeah, the other thing that if you ever if you guys ever come to Japan, you'll notice this like the Bajan, that when they get to a certain age, they just dye their hair pink and purple. Right. <laughs> and they're like, fuck it, let's live our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to our next story. It's about uh, southwestern Japan, volcano erupts, alert level raised. Uh, Natsuki, this this is uh, this is a volcano that's on the this is Otake on the uh, Suanose Island. Yeah, it's quite far away from here, right? Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? So, like, you know, I'm from Vegas, so we don't have volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the area in Nevada that I'm from had volcanoes, but it was, like, millions of years ago. Okay. Uh, Japan has active volcanoes. We live right next to Sakurajima. Yeah. What is, what is the mentality? What's the feeling on volcanoes in Japan? It's just there. <laughs> Always erupting. So. It's just a thing. Yeah, it's just a thing. So, we don't get fear, even though it's, you know, erupt. Of course, if it has like big eruption maybe we'll get scared but like it's always happening yeah so it's not a big news it's not it's not something to really think about right right when i used to be on tv like every like about once a week they'd talk about some new volcano erupting or whatever um it's usually not news unless uh people die mm-hmm. um there was a volcano i forgot the name of it but there was a volcano some years back that was sleeping yeah and people were climbing to the top of it normally and then one day, it just like the top of it blew up. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it killed some of the hikers or whatever. Um, so this time, this thing, you know, southern western Japan volcano erupts, yeah. become a big news is because at the almost same time, there was an earthquake in the north area of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it becomes a big news, right? And a tsunami warning and stuff like that, because it's all connected, right? Right, right, right. Ah, uh, dude, I remember after 311, when we had the big Tohoku earthquake up in, you know, uh, the Tohoku region near Tokyo, uh, Sakurajima here, which is on the you know, other side of the country, was acting strangely for a couple of days. And mm. they were saying on the news, like, we're, we're monitoring, mon- monitoring the volcano to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. It, it really makes you feel like, wow, we are just these small little animals living on this living planet. Mm. We are so small. But... So the, the you know, how do you say kenkyu? Prospectors, um, experts. <laughs> this is why Alex is not here, forcing her to talk. You didn't know that uh, that Nazi could talk this much, right? So, yeah, okay. So the Thank expert, you. yeah. Okay, experts were saying that you know some big, big, you know, earthquake w- might happen in you know next six months. Yeah, yeah. So we should be aware. Yeah. From. And have you done something to, to prepare for an earthquake? You know what? I have a, you know, backpack for, you know, emergency backpack now. Oh, nice. Yes, because, you know, the company that I work for yeah. and the, our room is, you know, going to um, be clean. Yeah. And then we need to throw away the things that we don't need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there were a lot of emergency, you know, backpack in the room. And yeah. then they said they will throw it away, throw them away. 
No, I thought that's, you know, one of the ways. And then can I keep it? <laughs> so you didn't prepare an emergency backpack. You just stole one from work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want one? <laughs> I can get you one. You, you got to be careful because the stuff that are inside those backpacks, they need to be replaced every like one or two years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there was a, some, so, there was some water in the backpack yeah. and some, you know, what we call is kampang. You know what a kampang is? No. Kampang is like very hard, like bread. It's uh, oh. in the can. Okay, so it's it's basically like a ration. Would would we'd probably say anything like like a like food that you can eat right, that right, lasts right. a long time. Right, right, right. But even though it lasts a long time, but it will expire next month. I mean next year. Year, yeah. <laughs> so you got to replace that stuff. Right, right, right. After three eleven, I made uh, a backpack too, and then I forgot about it, and then like several years later, I found it again. I was like, oh, and everything was bad. Oh, uh, so I just throw it away. Did you, you know, repair for yourself? I mean, prepare? yeah, prepare for yourself. You, you bought the whole, you know, backpack thing, everything in there. So or at that time, because it was right after the earthquake, there were no like you couldn't just buy a backpack. You okay. had to make one. Okay. And like I was watching a TV program, they're like, I forgot what they recommend. They're like bottled water and then calorie mate. Oh, okay. Which basically like you know, it's like basically like carbohydrates in a vacuum sealed bag. It's like a thing of it was like a, a gross chocolate bar, calorie made though. And like and it lasts like two years or something like that. What things that are in my, you know, the backpack was disposable toilet. Yeah. And the it's like and other thing was like body salam up. Is my English okay? Uh, like basically like a, like a blanket. Blanket, that, that but it made some like army oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thermal blankets is what they're called. Oh, thermal okay, blanket, thermal yeah. blanket. And some food. Some grove, things like that. Yeah, you know, they, I was, again, I was watching the news program like years ago and they explained all the things that you should have. Gloves uh, were for if there's damage to your building hmm. and you have to like move stuff or right, you right, have right. to find somebody or something like that. Uh, that's why you have gloves, gloves in there. But yeah, it's, uh, they, they recommend everybody make one, but I don't know anybody except for you that has one. <laughs> right. All right, let's go to our last story today. It's going to be our main story today. It's going to be Japan's LDP kicks off leadership election. So if you guys didn't know this, there's a the current prime minister, let's call him Suga-chan. Suga-chan. <laughs> He's Mr. Suga. Mr. Suga-chan. He's, uh, he, first of all, before I say anything, Natsuki, what do you think about our current prime minister, Mr. Suga? He did a good job. <laughs> no, I mean, not, I mean, not in a politically, but... He did, you know, he took after, you know, Abe. Abe. And to me, he, everybody pushed him that people don't, that, you know, the things they don't want to do. Yeah. So he's a victim, I guess. This often happens in politics here in Japan, guys. It's like somebody who's like, oh, I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to be a leader. Oh, you guys forced me to be a leader. Oh, I'm so kawaii. So, and then they do a shit job. And when, I, when they leave, it was like, oh, he's, we feel so sad for him because he tried his best. And then that's why that's why he quit so early. Nah, <laughs> he quit because he sucks. So Suga, so if you guys didn't follow the politics in Japan, uh, Abe, who was the longest-serving prime minister of all time, uh, was prime minister twice, I think. Right? Yeah, he did twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, his big thing, and he was gonna go out on the top, is what he, his plan was before the pandemic, because he was going to be the prime minister that that was, you know, seeing over the Olympics in Tokyo in 2020. And, you know, the, even to the point where the, when they made the national commercial for the Olympics, uh, Abe was the guy that jumped out of the Mario pipe. Yeah. Right at the end. And he had a Mario costume on and stuff like that. 
And so he was really looking forward to the end of his, his administration just going out on a bang. Then the pandemic happened and a bunch of bad things happened. And then his tummy hurt. I'm, tummy hurt. I'm not fucking around, guys. Abe's <laughs> reason for quitting prime minister was because his tummy hurt. Before, right? No, and then he time. came back. This, this time too. Uh, this time too. So maybe his old illness will back. His tummy hurt. Mm-hmm. And his so, tummy hurt. And so then his right-hand man, which was Suga, uh, became prime minister. Uh, so, there, so Nazis, right, he was kind of like pushed into it, but I mean, he willingly accepted this. As prime minister, Suga hasn't really been great. And he has, he's, he's neither good nor bad. He just kind of bleh. He's just like no leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Whenever he talks in front of the media, you just people just roll their eyes. They're like, oh God, he's talking again. Um, he's just kind of like an in-between person and mm-hmm. everyone knows that. Mm. Just waiting for him to go to the next person. Right. Um, and his handling of the pandemic has been, in my eyes, shit. Um, now, this is coming from America where America really fucked up the pandemic too. But uh, Suga had an opportunity in the middle of this year to really turn things around. Uh, and But the way that they administered the vaccines in this country was absolutely insane. It was so slow mm. for so long. Now, we can report that the vaccination rate in, in Japan is actually higher than that of uh, America. And it's approaching the uh, countries like France, which is good. But it took for fucking ever to get to this point. And while, while we're just... Because they what they did is they... America was like old people first and then free for all. Like, mm. just get vaccinated, go anywhere, go to CVS, the drugstore, whatever. Mm. Suga-chan's plan was, Suga-chan's number two is Mr. Kono's plan was, let's all send out paper reservations to all the people living in Japan, all, you know, all the adults, it's like a hundred million people, paper reservations, have them send back those paper reservations and book appointments for the vaccines. People are still sending in papers right now. It's fucking retarded. And you're just like, why? And then in various different prefectures, they're like, okay, we need to uh, open up vaccinations for everybody. Hurry this process up. So they did that. They ran out of stock because they didn't have enough vaccines because they didn't bid for it. Maybe all the people did the paper uh, reservation, but young generation do with smartphones. How did you reserve your vaccine? Paper come to my house. And then there was a QR code. So I read it and then I I made a reservation. Is a stupid thing. It's stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so now no country has done this perfect, but Japan has especially done this in the most ridiculous, most Japanese way you could possibly imagine. Okay. The vaccine was so slow. People are still not vaccinated now. I mean, no. like mm-hmm. people who want to get vaccinated. In America, people who aren't vaccinated are the dumbasses who don't want to get vaccinated and shame on you for being stupid. But in Japan, there's a lot of people, especially young people that want to get vaccinated that are just waiting around to get vaccinated. Uh, the, did you see the news of you know the Sibuya era uh, area? Yeah. And the young people made a long line yeah. for the vaccination. And you know what? These idiots in the government—they were surprised. They're like, "Oh, young people want to get vaccinated." Right. That was stupid. That was stupid. And you're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, they want to go back to their normal lives." Right. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So anyway, Suga sucks, and uh, <laughs> and so he's getting replaced. And so right now there's a runoff election for prime the the spot of being prime minister. And there's four candidates and I, before the show, cause you know, I try to stay out of politics mostly cause I don't vote. And I just like, I'm just generally critical of the government here. But, um, I asked Nazi, I was like, can you find out what the public opinion is on these four candidates? So we've got Kono, Kishida, Tak- Takaichi and Noda. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us Natsuki, what 
do people feel about these candidates? Don't make me humiliate in front of people, okay? <laughs> no, just tell me the honest. Do you... Okay, okay. To be honest, I cannot tell the differences, you know, <laughs> between those four people. And then I, I thought, you know, I knew that you're going to ask me some, you know, opinions about them. So I asked my friends what they think about them. And then nobody can answer it. No one knows, right? <laughs> no one knows. And then, you know, I know that pub in public opinion, number one, everybody's number one favorite is Mr. Kono. And why? Because he appears on TV <laughs> a lot. And then rest of them, especially women. Yeah, of course, I know the face and name, but I don't know what they are doing. So Kono, and I think this is ridiculous, if he becomes the hundredth, because the next prime minister will be number 100. Uh, if he becomes prime minister, I'm going to seriously be annoyed because he's in charge of the vaccine rollout in Japan, which I think has been a disaster. Um, I'm very critical of this guy. Uh, but like you said, he's always on TV. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he appeals himself to the younger, young generation. Right. So he uses, you know, easy word for to understand what, you know, he wants to do. That's why, you know, TV wanted him to appear on, you know. So. <sighs> but still. Now, Kono, one good thing about Kono, which I researched before the show, is that he's in support of gay marriage. Because if you guys don't know this, if you're from Western countries where gay marriage is just okay, in Japan, there's no gay marriage. Um, and so there's, and there's also a lot, there's a TED talk on this, guys, if you want to uh, search gay TEDx Tokyo talk, uh, where a, a, a member of the LGBT community uh, talks about uh, how they don't have rights. Um, you know, when they're, when their partners go to the hospital or when the, when they pass away or when there's, you know, like emergencies and stuff like that, their partners don't have any rights because right. they're not married. Right. Um, and so there's no marriage in this country for, for, uh, members of the LGBTQ community and Kono does support that. So that's good. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just think that if you're looking at him and saying, he's the guy that's in charge of the vaccine rollout in Japan and how bad it's been and how stupid it's been, I just don't think that, but he'll probably be the next prime minister, right? Hey, is you know young generation in America go to election? They vote? did. They Football. did this last time because of how um, Trump is just was just such a what would be the word for him? I mean, you guys at home, you know my opinion on Trump. I think he's a monster. I think he's a. I think he's absolutely a psychopath and doesn't have any feelings for other people and just does whatever he wants to do for him. And I don't think he cares that six hundred thousand Americans died from the pandemic. He's just an awful person. And then the last election there was a division, a huge separation between those who, it wasn't even about Biden. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody went to the polls in the last election saying, I really like Biden. No one felt that way. Okay. It was voting for Trump or voting against Trump. So he's kind of like Mr. Suga. Worse okay. on every level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what I mean was like, you know, there was nobody, but not Trump. That's why people vote for him. Yeah. yeah. Right. But even worse because people, the, the, Suga is like a disappointment. Like people are like, oh, you didn't do a good job. Next. Trump is like a demon. Like people hated him. Like, so it's a... Yeah, what I mean is, you know, Biden is like a Suga. Yeah, Biden... Biden... He's not even a Suga. Um, I... I, I best of luck to the Biden administration. I, I voted for Biden. I, I hope that he does a good job. But he's really... Uh, how can I say this? Like, you looked at the two candidates, and you're like, more four year, four more years of this crazy person. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, Biden's kind of grandpa. He's really old. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much he understands what's going on. <laughs> but like, 
At oh, least he's not rude. Trump. No, it's true. There are times where you're just like, Biden, you okay, buddy? We'll take a little break. Have a seat. Have some coffee. I mean, how old is he? He's like 90 or something. No, he's, 70 no, something, right? 70, 70. How old is he? 76. He's 78 years old. 78, oh, okay. right. He's the oldest president was ever... Actually, the two of them, that election was like the oldest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Trump was 75 years old, so oh, okay. he, he wasn't too much younger. Oh, okay. Right. He looks younger than 75. Well, you know, money. But anyway, <laughs> so that's the thing is like when that election happened, it was like you either like Trump and you want Trump to be your president mm-hmm. or you don't want Trump to be your president. No one voted for Biden. People voted against Trump. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the reason why I asked you why, you know, people, young generation in America go to vote yeah. is because... Japanese election system, we cannot choose prime minister. Right. We choose the, the, the government, the diet, and right, then right. they choose the prime minister. Right, right, right. And then the problem is we don't go to vote. So, you know, the, the diet member, only, you know, old generation pick them. That's the uh, Japanese big problem. Yeah. But so young generation, including like 30s, don't know the differences. Of yeah. course, some of people, some people knows, but like. I was I was amongst friends, I don't know, maybe six months ago or something like that. And I just asked everybody, like like privately, I was like, do you know the name of the prime minister right now? Oh, okay. And there were people in their 30s and 40s who did not know who the prime minister was. Uh, you you mean he, he, he couldn't answer like Suga? Suga yeah. Oh, okay. And really? it's like, yeah, because they don't That's care. Dumb. They don't That's care. Uh, yeah. They don't care. They don't care. Maybe. Uh, in, 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 uh, if, you're, if you get a, a head concussion in America, one of the very first things that they ask you is, what year is it? Mm-hmm. Who's the president of the United States? And if you can't answer that, they know there's something wrong with your brain. Oh. But like in Japan, people just don't give a fuck. Right. So they don't That's know a it big is. problem. But seriously, Suga, I mean, like if you point at one thing that Suga has done, what has he done? He did something great. What? I cannot tell. <laughs> it was on the news and I was like, oh yeah, that's what he did. But uh, let me Google it. Do you forgot? I forgot. Yes, Josh. What did he do? According to Wikipedia, he does 200 sit-ups a day. I think that's pretty cool. So he's one punch man, basically. Yeah, it says he goes for a 40-minute walk and does 100 sit-ups in the morning and 100 sit-ups in that's the That's why he sucks at his job. He's just exercising all day. He's not doing shit. Suga's the idiot who told no, who's he like did so, okay he made a digital di- digital department. Oh yeah, let's talk about this guys. So we we'll we'll talk about this I'm sure in the future but they made a they made a, a, a it's not department there's a word for this agency. They made agency. A, a digital agency. Think about it as like an agency to deal, deal with the digitization of Japan, right? <laughs> Oh God! They had this graphic on this new on this press conference where they're explaining this. They're like, the internet right now, when you connect to like you know from business to business, you go from one business server over the internet to another business server, and they're like, I swear to God, guys, they're like, this is inefficient, and we're gonna fix this by having and they have like this icon for the digital agency who's like this like middleman. So from now on, all businesses will connect to this digital agency and then that will connect you to, and you're like, what? You just added an extra step. <laughs> and they're like, and it's going to fix everything. And you're like, you guys have no idea how the internet works. Like, this is amazing. And one more thing. He made, you know, cell phone companies, he owed, older? No, no. He made cell phone companies to decrease their telephone fee. We can use telephone fee cheaper than ever, Right? Right? That's what like Suga did. Suga, thank you. Thank you, Suga. <laughs> we'll miss you. We will miss you. Suga, thank you. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. It's it's a different job. Like, uh, you know, we often think about, you know, the top of the country because we see it on TV all the time. The president mm. of the United States is a really powerful position. Mm. But the prime minister in Japan, I'm wondering if they do anything. I mean, do they have any power? Like, mm. yeah, that's understandable. Like, you know, maybe some powerful guy is, you know, behind him and then you know, like marionette. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, they're, they're, they're puppet master. Yeah, puppet master. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck, Japan. I really, I'm really, because like, you know, over the pandemic, Japan spent a lot of money. And if you guys know anything about the economy in Japan, uh, their debt to GDP ratio is very, very high. They have a huge internal debt. Uh, I mean, this is, this is a, a problem for almost all Western countries. Like, you know, America has a big debt. Uh, European countries have big debt. But the Jap Japanese debt is incredibly big, mm. uh, their internal debt. And so, uh, and this increased by a lot in the last couple of years. And so whoever is in charge of the government going forward is going to have a very difficult time. Mm. Uh, and so we need really strong leadership going forward. And I'm not sure Mr. Vaccine Kono is the guy we want for this job. Going to send everybody a piece of paper to tell them thank you for electing him prime minister. He graduated from American University. Don't care. <laughs> Columbia? Don't care. Don't care. I can't remember the name. Maybe he'll be good. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe the problem with the vaccine rollout wasn't his issue. It was something I don't know. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that one of these women become prime minister just to, just to do it. Because it's yeah. never happened before. But I worried, you know, if, you know, one of them become, a, you know, first female prime, prime minister. minister. Maybe some powerful girl is behind them and then they just want... They just become like a puppet puppet well we'll see mm -hmm. let's really look forward to the political future of this country i don't know guys i i that's why i just tend to like ignore it i'm like whatever one thing i'll tell you though no matter like in america for example if like the government gets really bad the like you can really feel it in the whole country it, like the the mood in the country changes in Japan, it doesn't really change. It doesn't matter who's in charge. Everybody just kind of keeps doing whatever right. they were doing before. Yeah, it's not going to change. Like, maybe a little change, but not big, you know, impact. Yeah, it's not, it's not huge. So it's kind of, that's good. So, you know, I don't know. Mm. All right, guys, uh, this has been our show for this week. This has been the news topics. If you guys want us to talk about anything or is there some news that we missed, let us know in the comments below. Uh, if you have uh, something to, uh, to, to your opinion about one of the uh, stories that we talked about today, uh, you know, we talked about a lot. We talked about the, you know, harassment of disabled people, the the uh, people who are, you know, oldest population, volcanoes, and Mr. Kono. <laughs> uh, also the TikToker, America-kun. You guys have anything to say? And also, what do you guys think? You know, I told you, Nazi can talk. Thank you. Got her own <laughs> voice. Get her drunk, man. Then she'll, she won't stop. <laughs> Give, won't me stop. <laughs> Give me beer. Give me beer. All right, guys, it's been our show today. See you guys next week. Bye.